<laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm afraid of you. All right. Here we go. Uh, seven lines from the bottom of Lamed, uh, Gimel Amid Beis, 33b. Today's daf is daf Lamed Dalit, and let's get going. The word is gufa, a piece of a previously quoted discussion, a piece of a previously quoted brisa, and that's as follows. Truma that becomes tummy, we know, the halacha is, um, you're not allowed to eat it. What about benefiting from it? What's halacha am I allowed to benefit from it? So Zok the Gemar, Madbikim bePasu b'Shem and Shal Truma. The halacha is the Kahanim are allowed to use their Truma that became Tomei as firewood. So let's say uh, they have bread that became stale, they have uh, oil of Truma that became Tomei. So instead of eating the oil, they're allowed to use the oil for a flame. Okay, so they're they're still allowed to benefit from it. Abayi Amar Mishmei the Cheskiya. Abai says the name of Chizkiah, V'Rav Omar Debe Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Marsa Omar Ravuna, Rav's quotes Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Marsa, who quoted Ravuna, The only time you're allowed to use truma that became tummy as, as, uh, for your fire is by bread. But you can't use wheat kernels. He says like this. And we had discussion earlier in the Masechta as well, and that is, you know, truma that becomes tummy, we're not allowed to eat. Are you allowed to benefit? According to this, Bryce say yeah, but here's the problem. Anytime I keep something in my possession, there is a chance I may come to eat it. Right? In other words, we don't want to keep... Let's say I buy a bag of potato chips that doesn't have a hechshir. Is it proper to just keep it lying around your house? It's not proper. Why? Because somebody might walk into the house... And, uh, and eat the bag of potato chips. Right? They may say, so, so you, you want to keep it lying around. So, what do you do? You give it to either a, a non Jewish neighbor, you get rid of it, you don't keep it lying around. So, Abaye was saying in the name of Chizkia uh, and Rava, saying that, you know, you're a lot of benefit, but things that have a long shelf life you shouldn't even use for firewood because they may end up staying around for a while. And that could come to somebody eating it and that's a problem. Okay. Rebbechen says, no, even wheat kernels as well are allowed to be used as firewood. There's no concern you may come to eat it. I says, why? Why is there no concern? Maybe a person's got taka going to come to an Avera by holding on to these wheat kernels. As the Gemara could, Rabashi tells us, top of today's daf, that we're dealing with wheat kernels that are not in their original state anymore. Rashi, Rashi explains that they've already been uh, boiled, and Mamela, they're, they're going to be ruined if you keep it for a while. So that's the case as well. Yeah, that, uh, That's the case where you're allowed to hold on to it when it's not going to have, have an indefinite shelf life. And where did Ravashi give this nafkamina, this explanation of wheat kernels uh, that we're dealing with boiled ones? Where'd you get that from? In the following, he was the one who would prepare the dough in Rebbe's house. And they would allow the water to heat up the, 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 
the I'm sorry, they would allow the fire that was used to heat up the water be a fire of wheat kernels, of truma that was tummy. Even though he was needing tahar dikado. Am I? One second. You're gonna kill. It's a little too close for comfort, right? You're you're needing tahar dika stuff, and you're and you're making uh, you're, you're using these uh, this wheat as your flame, and it's tummy. It's very close. Am I? Why you let it do that? It's gonna get. It's a little too close for comfort. I'm Rabashi We're dealing with these wheat kernels that were first all boiled up, and Mamela, there's no concern that a person's going to come to eat it at a later date. Period. End of that discussion. Pretty straightforward. Gavald. All right. Next piece of Gemara. Abaye Baravim, Rabbi Hananya Baravim, Abaye and Rabbi Hananya, Tonu Trumais Bey Rab. They were learning the halachas of Truma in the Beis Medrash of Rab. What happened? So you have two Amairam sitting and learning in the Beis Medrash of Rabba. Paga Buhu Rava Barmasna. Rava Barmasna comes over to them in Yeshiva. Omar Lahu. And he says, says to them, Mayam Risu Betrumas the Beimar. What is, uh, what's the halacha of Trumas? You know, what, what halachas did you learn about Truma in Rabba's Yeshiva? Teach me something that you learned. Yeah, teach me, teach me what's going on in, in Shir. Amrule, they said to him, Umay Kashalach, why, why, why are you so interested in this particular topic? Amar because Tanan, I'll tell you, there's something bothering me about Trumas. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, there's a Mishnah that says, Shesile Trumas, When you have um, plants of Truma that became Tame, and something could become Tame only when it's separated from the ground. So it became separated, and then it was put back in the ground. Tahirin Militame. What's the status? They can't make other things tame. They can't continue tuma. However, va'asurin mi lecho. You still can't eat them. Vichimiyachadutahirimilatame. I don't understand why. This is what's bothering me. This is why I'm so curious to know what you're learning in yeshiva about this this topic. Because if they can't make other things tame, amayasur mi lecho. Yeah, if they can't make something tame, so it must be they're not tame either. And a kayan should be allowed to eat it. Amrule. So they said, on this halacha, we could talk and tell you what Rabbah tell what Rabbah says. Asurin. What does it mean that Asur to eat it? It means Asurim Lazar. It's Asurim Lazar. A kayan is allowed to eat it. But a Yisrael is not allowed to eat it. What's the Kiddush over here then? Yeah, in other words, what's the Kiddush? Tar. The, the Kiddush is that it's still Truma. Even though it's planted back in the ground, usually you can only separate Truma. You don't separate Truma while the things are growing in the field. You cut it down, you separate Truma. Now I've got something that's back in the ground. Even though it's back in the ground and it's getting uh, nutrition from the earth and it's it's completely planted, right? Because it was, it was put back. Still, it retains. Since it had a, a time where it was cut down, its status of Truma remains. But its status of Tuma doesn't. Says the Gemara, Umay Kamashmala. And, um, I'm sorry, I lost the place. Umay Kamashmala, what's the Chiddush over here? What's going to be the Chiddush? Kedulei Truma, Truma. If you're going to tell me that Kedulei Truma is Truma, that the whole Chiddush is as follows. 
Let's say I, I detach Shuma from the ground, I replant it, and now it grows a little more. The additional growth, is that also called Shuma? Yeah. And that's Beferish and Mishnah. Tanina, we learned in the Mishnah, Gidule Shuma Shuma. If you take Shuma and you plant it and it grows more, whatever it grew is also Shuma. If Shuma grows Shuma. And if you're going to say that we're dealing with um, once you uh, established uh, a plant to be truma and you stuck it back in the ground and you're going to tell me that anything in the future as well is going to be considered truma and that's the Chiddush and the Chiddush over here is that anything, even if you cut off the wheat anything that from the future grows from the root of that seed uh, is like it continues forever, and therefore, even later on, uh, anything that comes out of that spot in the ground is going to have the status of Kedusha. Hanami Tanina, that Chiddush as well, we learned in the Mishnah, HaTevel Gidula Mutar. If you grow Tevel, uh, grain where Truma is not separated, you can now, uh, and you plant it back in the ground, anything that grows after that is still permitted to eat. You see, to separate your new mice, or Bedavar Shazare Kala. However, something where the zera, the seeds that were put in the ground, are completely gone now. Um, uh, so then it's, uh, it's mutter. But let's say the original seeds are still giving off growth. They're still going to be aser b'achila. So either way, he says, either way, what's your chiddush? We're not arguing on the halacha. We want to know what is your chiddush, that if I take shuma and I replant it in the ground, that um, it's going to be mutter to a kayim. So Ishtiku, so these two Talmidim of Rabba were silent. They they're taka not sure what the Rebbe's Khidish is. Amrulay he says that Midishmi Allah Baha. Maybe uh, you know maybe you can answer me. Yeah. So Omar Lahu, they said, Haki Omar of Sheshas. We're not gonna answer uh oh I'm sorry, Amrulay Midishmi al Baha. Oh very gishma. So they didn't know the answer. So they said to him, You tell us. So Omar Lahu, so he says to them, Haki Omar of Sheshas. That Rav Shesha says, "My Yisurin, what does it mean that it's usher to eat? It means not not that it's usher for Yisrael to eat when you replant the truma, truma tamay. Rather, asurin the kahanim, the kahanim taka cannot eat it. Why? Why can't they eat it? It's replanted in the ground. So what's going on? Since it became possible to them with hesechadas. Now, there's a very interesting." Um, very interesting halacha pertaining to truma, and that is as follows. If the if let's say a kohen finds truma that he lost, is he allowed to eat that truma? The answer is no, because not only does truma have to be kept in a state of tahara. Not only does it have to be kept in a state of purity, but I also need to be aware that it remains in a state of purity. The moment I have what's called hesachadas, the moment I move my mind off of it, so it kind of lost its protection of having a status of tahar, and I can no longer use it. And since the... So here's the idea now. Since that's the halacha, if I take truma and I stick it back in the ground, it's not an issue of further growth also being tummy. The whole issue is that 
I stuck it back in the ground, and I walked away. So now there's Hesachadas. I don't have any uh, focus on it. I don't have, I'm not giving it any sort of attention. And it's because of that that it's taking on the status of Shum, uh, of Tumah. Says the Gemara, honey, Chalaman Damar, this makes sense if you hold that taka true. That Hesachadas Pasol Agufavi, that if you taka take your mind off it, it's causing a general issue. Shapir, Beseder. Okay, so you got a good, you got a good point. But But if you say that Hesachadas is that it's an issue of, uh, of becoming Tomei, it's not an issue of it losing its status of Shuma. Rather, it's merely an issue of it becoming Tomei. Michael and Meymar, what are you going to say? Even if it did become Tomei, either way, the, f- uh, the future growth should still be Tohar. Now, how do you know that, did Mar? Because we learned Hesachadas, when a person takes their mind off of uh, the Truma, Rabbi Yechanan says, once you take your mind off, now the truma, you can't eat it because you have to assume it's Tamei. Rav Shimon Lakish argues on his brother-in-law, and he says, He says, no, it's not an issue that it might be Tamei. Rather, the, the whole status of truma itself changes. That's why, uh, that's why you got a problem. Because it's no longer, it, it loses, it. it's not that the truma becomes Tamei, it's that the truma is no longer truma. Rabbi Yechanan, why do they argue? And how does it impact anything? Rabbi Yechanan says it's so tuma that it remains truma, but it becomes tummy. So what? Shem yavi yaliyov yitareno. Let's say Yonav is going to come along, right? In in one minute, he's coming along right now. Yonav is going to I'm coming right now. If I show him the shuma, he'll be able to tell me. He, he knows. He knows whether it's tar or tummy, and shaiman like, and uh, and we're going to believe him. We're going to listen. To Elio Anavi, because all I have is a suffix of Tuma and Tyra, and Elio Anavi could come and paskin. Hokus Tuma and Tyra, Gavaldi. Rav Shimon Lagashem, and he says, no, it ain't going to help. You have a Psoha Guf, Imamish, it's no longer considered uh, Truma. Shimyavi Eliovi Tyrena, if Elio Anavi comes and says it's Tar, ain't Shimon like. Doesn't make a difference. Even if it's pure, it's lost its status of Truma. And Mamela, it's still not going to help us out. So that's going to be one practical nafkamina. And now what we're going to do is, there's actually a very gishmaka gemara. Uh, it's a little leichter, it's a little lighter. And the gemara is now going to get into this discussion. When a person takes hesachadas, when a person removes their mind from truma, what's the issue? Is the issue in the truma itself? Or is the issue just that there's a chance it became tameh? Again, Rabbi Yechanan is of the opinion that it became tameh. Rav Shimon says, no, it's a truma dika issue, not a tuma and tara dika issue. And now we're going to ask questions one to the other. Here we go. Eisvi Rav Yechanan raised Shimon Lakish. Rav Yechanan asked a question on his brother-in-law, Rav Shimon Lakish. Rav Yishnu Avonai Shimon Yechanan break on Rav Yishnu Avonai break says, like low cut on Haya Bein Kevesim Azbech. There's a small um, opening, a small hole underneath um, a small, like uh, the, the ramp was a, leading up to the Mizbeach was a separate entity than the square Mizbeach itself. So at the, we're the, here, I'll give all this. Here's my ramp. Here's my Mizbeach. See, there's a small, a small separation. There's an opening between the ramp and the Mizbeach. It's not right up against it. There was a small opening. That's the Zlul Kata. That's the small opening that was between the ramp and the Mizbeach. B'marav shall keves. Um, it was on the western side. And they, they would throw it 
any uh, if if they had a carbon chatos of a bird that got ruined, that's where they would keep it. Usa uber to rasan, and they would leave it there overnight, and uh, it, it its tura changed, its whole appearance changed. The yites in the base asreifa. Then afterwards, they would take it out to the base asreifa. If you're going to say that the fact that they left it there overnight causes an issue of tuma like me, says Rabbi Echenon, the issue is tuma that the Kahanim weren't focusing on it. That's why, um, in order for it to uh, to have an issue, it has to look different because Shema Yavi might still come and make it tar. So why are you allowed to go ahead and burn it? Only because its appearance changed. Since its appearance changed, you, you're still allowed to burn it, even though Eliyahu Navi could come a minute later. So I go. If you're going to say that the bird itself, uh, from the fact that it was left there overnight, calls up Sulag Guf, you don't need its appearance to change. Why need its appearance to change at all? But we learned that Bryce is Here's the rule when it comes to things that are Kaidesh, things that are Karbanas, top of Amad Beis, Koshep Anything that has a sulag guf, you sarif miyad, you burn it right away. You don't need to leave it overnight. The damu babailu. You uh, you burn it in the blood or in the owner. Okay, now what does it mean in the owner? So that is uh, talking about if the blood became, uh, if the blood got an issue or if the owner became an issue. I.e., for example, you're, uh, you're uh, a person who brings a carbon that's allowed to be eaten, whether it's a carbon shlomim, a carbon pesach, and then the person, the owner, becomes tummy. So now he has a problem. He, Pashat, can't eat from his own carbon because he has to be in a state of tara, and he became tar. He, he became tummy. So that means bedamu bebalim, to over to rasan. So what you need is, in order to be able to burn it, again, totally kosher carbon. Why isn't the owner eating it? Because he became tummy. So what do I do now? What do I do? There's a chiyav. The owner's got to the owner's got to eat from his shlom. He's got to eat from his pesach. Yeah. So to over to and you wait for its for its uh, appearance to change. The guy to the base asreifa, and then you could take it out to the base asreifa. So you see from over here, says Rabbi Yechonon to his brother-in-law Reish Lakish, the issue is a tumadika issue. It's a tumadika issue. It's not an issue of tumas haguf, because if the issue was a Tumas Aguftik issue, you don't need to wait for its, uh, its look to change. It already, in its own entity, has a problem. Amalei, Rishlaka says back to his brother-in-law, no. Hai Tana Tana de Beiraba Barabua Hu de Omar Afilu Pigol To'an Ibor Don't bring me questions from that Bryce. I'll tell you why. Because that same Tana of that Bryce is even going to be of the opinion that when it comes to pigel, you need a, a, a total change of look. So what? So what if pigel is uh, is uh, so what if pigel needs a total change of look? What, what does that uh, what does that prove anything? Let me ask you a question. What's pigel? What is pigel? Pigel is what? How does somebody become pigel? The owner, the kayan, whatever, does a crucial step of the. Avaida with the wrong das. What happens to that? What happens to that carbon? Is it tame? No. What happens to the carbon? It has an intrinsic deficit. It has an intrinsic problem. The carbon is nish the carbon anymore. Piggle, you had the wrong mindset. You, 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 had, you had one, 
you, you had in mind to bring one type of carbon, really was a different type of carbon. You, the, 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 you messed up the whole thing. So Reish Tlaki says back to Rabbi Yechanan, this Tana is like the same Tana as Rabbi Barbu says, I feel pickle Tana. Let me ask you a question. Let's talk for a minute. Pigel certainly is not a tumma issue. It is an intrinsic carbon issue. Why in the world would I need my carbon to change appearance before burning it? We shouldn't. We shouldn't. Says Reish Lakish to Rabbi Echenan, but the same Tana that you're quoting about your Tumah also holds by Pigel, you do need to burn it. So something's off. Something's off in our whole understanding, says Reish And it very well may be that we just don't paskin like this Tana. And if we don't paskin like the Tana of this Braiza, you have no question on me. And Rabbi agrees with this response. Rabbi agrees to Reish response. That we obviously must be not we, we must not be following um, that time. Brand new Kasha. We're now four lines from the top of Lama Dalit on my base. Ace has to challenge him with another Kasha. Nitma Aishinifsa Basar. If let's say the the carbon became tame or the basar became uh, became puzzle f- for various reasons. Or it was taken to the wrong area of the base of Mikdash. It went outside the curtains. Rabbi Eliezer, Aymer Yisrael, says you still sprinkle the dam. Uh, you, you keep going in the process of the carbon. Rabbi Shua, Aymer Bishua says, Yisrael, you do not sprinkle the blood. He says you're not allowed to do zrika if there's already part of the carbon that needs to be burnt. Umayda, because it became possible or tummy. Umayda, Bishua, Shem Zarek, Bishua agrees that let's say he did sprinkle the blood. Hurtza. So it's a valid it's it's a valid sprinkling and it's taka kosher karba. Says the Gemara, my nifsal. What did we mean if it became tame or puzzle? How did it become puzzle? La hadas. Aren't we dealing with the fact that it became puzzle through the kayan taking his mind off of the carbon? And iamrit bishlam absulei tumah. If you're going to say hadas is causes an issue because of tumah that it might have become tame beseder. So that's why you have a kosher carbon that became tummy. It's a good sprinkling. Fine. So the tzitz allows the, these puzzle, these tummy carbonas to become uh, okay. But if you say that it causes psula gof, it causes an intrinsic issue with the carbon, am I hortz at tzitz? How does this become uh, accepted at all with the sprinkling? It shouldn't be. Uh, it shouldn't be kosher at all. There's, we have a problem in, with the in, with the carbon in and of itself. Gemara says no. Nifsal doesn't mean hasachadas. My nifsal. You know how the animal became puzzle. Nifsal b'tfulyim. It became puzzle by touching a kayan who was a tfulyim, a kayan who was still tame but had already gone to the mikvah. So over there, if you do it and the blood was sprinkled, we said okay, we'll accept it because the, the, there's you know the tzitz of the kain gadol. Is machaper for certain things, and uh, the tzitz helps out over here. Says Gemara Yochi Haynu Tameh. So if <coughs> if uh, puzzle means that it touched the tful yaim, a tful yaim has to do with hochas tumah, not with hochas psul. So Gemara says trei gavni tameh. Yeah, there's two types of tameh. There's a stronger level of tameh. That's what we call tumah. Then there's a lower level tumah, and that's what we mean over here when 
we say puzzle, we really mean a lower level tumah. Kisalik Rabin, when Rabin went up from Babel to Yisrael, Amr Lishmaitzik Hamedir of Yirmiya, he taught the, uh, this halacha in front of Yirmiya of Omar, and Yirmiya says, the Rabbeim of Babel are foolish. It's an ex- he's using an expression of the Rabbanim of Babel made a mistake. Because they live in Golos, they said a Golos dik of Pshat. Doesn't like the Pshat. Why doesn't he like the Pshat? Haven't you heard this that Shlokish says in the name of Rabbaishia that when you have water of Sukkis that became Tame, the water was part of the Avaidah. So you should bring it into contact with a mikvah, have it kiss a mikvah, and then once uh, once it's uh, it regains its it went to the mikvah so to speak, it regains its status of purity. So it's back to being tar. But let's say first he made a kaddish, and then afterwards he brought it to the mikvah. Tameim, it's going to remain tamei. Michti, let's see. Zria ninhu. Either way, either way, the the water touched a kosher mikvah. What is the difference if first you did the hashaka, you did the kissing of the of the tummy water to the mikvah, and afterwards you made the hektish? Why is there a difference? Alma hektish. It must be we don't say there's zria, there's any planting uh, when it comes to hektish. Now planting over here is referring to the connection of the water. Usually planting is when I take a seed, I put it in the ground. Over here we're dealing with taking water and pl- it's not literally planting. I'm taking tummy dika water and planting it in a mikvah of, uh, of tahar water, okay? And we said, and still we say, that you cannot make this water tahar uh, by, by hasheka if you, if you were makdish at first. So achanami, so too, when you actually plant in the ground, we should say that planting in the ground uh, uh, does, uh, does not help remove the truma status. And mamela. As far as the Kayan eating them, um, they, they, uh, they still remain Tomei, and he's not allowed to eat them. However, they just can't continue to make Tuma, period. They can't continue to make Chuma, but the Kayan is still not allowed to eat it. Basically, Rav Yirmiya is telling him <clears throat> that this whole shock of Atai, this whole back and forth, is uh, mistaken, because there's a whole separate halacha that they left out. It's a separate halacha of Hilchus Mikvah, when it comes to connecting water to mikvah, that if the water was makdish first, at first you sanctified the water, then it became tamay, it cannot be mitaher, and I'm going to say the same thing is true, when I have something that became truma bef- uh, prior to the replanting, it's going to keep its status of truma as well, it keeps its status of truma, keeps its status of tuma, and there's no way for the kayin to, um, to remove this, uh, the, the, the tuma, and truma status. Yosef Ravdimi, the Ka'amar Leilash Ravdimi was sitting and teaching over this halacha about water on Sukkot that became Tomei. If it already was Kaddish, you can't be Metaherit. But if it wasn't Tomei yet, so then I'm allowed to take regular Tomei water, kiss it to a mikvah, be Metaherit, and then make it Hektish. That's okay. Amar Leilash Abai said to him, Is he talking about where he made a hek- no, he made the uh, he made the water hektish in a kli avol When it comes to water being moved uh, in his mouth, the rabbanon did not make this chumra idoma 
the penami of Rabbanamaila, maybe even with a, with a person's mouth, um, of the Chachamim were strict as well. Okay. Now, um, here's, here's a little bit of a background to understand this question. There's two ways to make something hectic. I can make something hectic by saying that it's hectic, or I can make something hectic by acting out the hectic, creating a matziv of hectic, creating a situation of hectic. Okay? That's called bepe and bekli. The difference between pe and kli is that kedushas hakli, to actively make something kaddish, is going to create kedushas haguf. It's going to create intrinsic Kedusha. But Bepeh is not. It's just going to create Kedusha's Domim. It's going to just create Kedusha on the value. And I could always transfer that Kedusha off as long as I transfer the Kedusha onto something else of that value. So that was his question. Which one is it? Omar Lehi says back to him, Zulai Shamati, I'm not sure. But a similar Shaila, I heard an answer to. Dom Rabbavo, Anavim Shritfu, when grapes become Tomei, First, you should squeeze out the juice and then make them ha- uh, make the juice kaddish. Tahirin, then it's going to be tar. The juice will be tar. It doesn't take on the tumma of the grape itself. We had this yesterday. But at first, a person made the whole grape hektish. And afterwards, he squeezed the tamayim. The juice is going to be tamay as well. So, what's my proof from here? These grapes became Kaddish through Kedusha um, uh, uh, the And the reason why this has to be is because a Kli is only Makadish something that needs the Kli. Grapes don't need to be in a Kli. Grapes could be held by anything. They could, they could lay flat and it's not needed to be in a vessel. Okay? So the most it has is Kedusha Saddam. So you see that the Rabbanon gave this, uh, this Chumra on liquids, not only on Kedusha Sakli, but also on Kedusha Sapeh. No, don't bring a proof from grapes. Here we're dealing with anavim of truma, the kedushas apet, the two kedushas klidami. The kedushas apet of truma grapes actually are, have the same chumras as kedushas, a, a general kedushas akli, of regular kachim. But water, water can't be left outside of a kli. Water needs something to hold it. Maybe the Rabbana never made a Mila for Kedusha Sapet. Maybe it's always the same. Why? Now this that we say, that you should first uh, squeeze them out, but make sure that there's, it's not the size of a Kibetza, as we learned yesterday. Why can't you do more? And according to, but if you're going to say, do less than a Kibetza, so why in the world is Rebbechan saying over here that if you do more, it's going to be Tahar? According to him, once you get more than the shear of a Kibetza, the Jews automatically attains the status of Tuma. Answers the Gemara, a couple answers. Maybe we're talking dealing. We gave these answers earlier. Maybe we're talking dealing with less than a kabeza, and that's why he's allowing it. Maybe it depends if a, if if uh, what level tuma the grapes were in the first place. Is the grapes a rishon atuma or a sheni atuma? That also could play a role into what the juice is going to be, because as we know, chulin doesn't go further than a sheni. 
So if the grapes were already a sheni, the juice ain't going to change. The havalu inu sheni, the grapes themselves are already a sheni, and therefore they can't continue kedusha because they're chulin, and chulin stops at sheni. Hacha the the nagu b'sheni. In the other cases, talking about where the grapes themselves became a sheni, the the havalu shlishi. And therefore, if the grapes touch the sheni, the grapes themselves are a shlishi. And if the grapes themselves are a shlishi, if you press more than a kibetza uh, of juice out of these grapes, nothing's going to happen. Nothing can happen because kedusha can't continue. So the juice, the grapes will be tame, and the juice will uh, and the juice will remain uh, the juice will remain tahar because they didn't touch uh, the grapes. Let's get to the mishnah if uh, if that's okay. Okay, we just have a, a few more lines to the Mishnah, and it's going to be a, a brand new topic. Here we go. And we'll start from there on Matthew Shabbos. Omar Rava. Rava says, three lines to the bottom of Lamadal and Amabez. We learned in a Bryce of that the ashes of the Paraduma should be mixed with water inside of a vessel, which means that the water. Um, has to be caught in the the water used to mix with the paraduma has to come straight from a spring. The nasan I so if it comes straight from a spring, what do you mean you should put it in? I'm a If I'm putting it, I'm a human being putting it. It must not be flowing directly. If it's flowing directly, I'm not putting it. The nature is is putting it in, not me. Uh, but it's uh, but it's connected. So how do, uh, how does it work out? Well, how <coughs> excuse me? How lamaisa <coughs> do we put the water? Into the kli, ella. Rather, what do we say? Myla. We say it's an extra chumrah that the chachamim put upon the ashes of the para, the water that's going to be mixed with the ashes that it needs to come directly from a spring. Hachanami myla soto over here when the truma was planted back in the ground, the rabbanon gave an extra stringency that it's going to retain its toma. However, it's not going to continue toma because really it was tar. But we don't want to give it a full status of tar. We don't want to give it a full status of tar because there are bana want to put chumras on truma. But maybe taka, you know, bidaraisa, it would have that status. Okay. That is one particular halacha. And that's just a, a general halacha regarding stringencies that the chum put on truma. And now we're going to say one final halacha before the Mishnah, where it's going to be also a separate general new concept. Where the Rabbana are just, uh, where the Gemara is just showing us where, a scenario where the Rabbana put a chumra on hektish. Amar Rashi Barashi, Rashi Barashi says, I also learned in Mishnah, Taval If a person went to the mikvah and he came out of the mikvah, the halacha is you're allowed to eat from Meiser even though you don't have nightfall yet. Once it becomes night, you can start eating uh, chumra. You can start eating shuma. So I can eat miser as soon as I come out of the mikvah. I'm a tfulyeh. But I can't eat shuma until I also have nightfall. Until I'm no longer a tfulyeh. Betshuma in. This halacha that I can eat at nightfall applies to shuma. Bekotshim lay. But by kotshim, I can't eat it yet. What am I waiting for by kotshim? I went to the mikvah and it's nightfall. What am I waiting for? I'm waiting for the halacha is a carbon should be brought the day after I metahir myself on day eight. Okay? So I didn't yet bring my carbon. Until I bring my carbon on day eight, I can't eat kachim. But I may eat truma once I have nightfall. Am I taru? Why can't I eat kachim? The mice, the guy's totally tar. Ella, myla. It's a myla. It's a chumra. Also, another chumra that chumra put on truma. Achanami myla. 
Yeah. So you see the Achomim are putting Milas, uh, they're putting Chumras on Shuma. Omar Ravashi, Ravashi says, another proof that this is just, we find scenarios where Chachamim are putting uh, Chumras on Shuma. There's another Bryce that says, Vahabasar, that you're allowed to eat the meat of a Shlomim. The Rabbi says, Eitzim Vilavaina. This includes the Eitzim and the Levaina. Um, that the the Eitzim are not allowed to become, uh, the the firewood is not allowed to become uh, Tomei, and the Tuma of foods, all these things, a person, if a person came into contact with any of this, or any of this came into contact, they need to separate themselves. Eitzim Levaina, The question is, a, a stamp piece of wood is Pshutei Kli Eitz. Pshutei Kli Eitz, right? Why are you allowed to use a plain piece of stick? Why are you allowed to use uh, 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 branches for your schach? It's not Makabal Tumah. That's why. You're not allowed to be Masachik, something that's Makabal Tumah. So I'm allowed to throw a branch on top. So why? What's the problem? If, if wood comes into contact with Tumah, what's the problem? The wood doesn't become Tumah. It's not a Kli. It's not a vessel. It's not Makabal Tumah. Ella, Maila. So Maila, granted, be the rice of the things not going to become And we say, yeah, anything that came into contact with the Tumah should not be used for the carbon. Hochanami Maila, again, to, uh, to uh, prove its point for yet a third time. The Gemara says, it's not a din in Hilchus Truma per se, it's a din in Hilchus Rabbanon, that the Rabbanon themselves go ahead and they say, you know what, we're going to bring added Chumras onto Truma, and it's because of that. If you take tummy Truma and you replant it, granted it's not going to expand the Truma, but the Tuma will remain on it. We'll hold it here for today, and we'll pick up from the, mitz- the Mishnah Be'ez Hashem at uh, 6.15 on Matzi Shabbos.